0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Bishon and today we're here with Sean Kendrigan of NewHampshireComputers.com. How's it going? Good morning, good. How are you? Absolutely good. So let's learn a little bit about uh, you, the business, where it all started and we'll go from there.
1: Sure. Um, I started in business for myself in 2002. Um, Just kind of fixing computers on the side for, uh, you know, residential customers, that kind of thing, and Mm -hmm. uh, put a little ad in the paper, and, you know, it just kind of built it from there. And um, over the years, it's morphed into a small business service for, uh, you know, companies and, like, the IT company for small businesses that don't, that aren't large enough to have their own in-house IT. And um, I also sometimes do work with IT departments within businesses as well mm-hmm. um, I do some contract work to short-term contracts with fortune 500 companies um, all kinds of retail companies all over New Hampshire um, I basic my basic main focus is the small business from one to 50 employees um, You know, that that seems to be the sweet spot for companies where they're kind of on the cusp of, you know, the the 50-user spot where they're on the cusp of whether they need their own IT department or not. um, My focus is on networking, desktop support, uh, security, backups, basically anything that goes wrong within your office with your computer systems, um, which, you know kind of makes me a generalist in the it field because that could that could encompass anything on any given day yeah um, I get calls for you know my email won't work my server is broken down you um, have a virus on my computer uh, you know make sure our backups are working we have a new user at the office new employee uh, just about anything that you can think of that is related to a computer and, um, you know, voice over IP phone systems, Mm -hmm. um, you know, which is an internet-based phone system. Uh, A lot of that going on nowadays. People are switching from landlines to, Mm you know, um, voice over IP systems. Um, I do some cabling too, occasionally. Um, If you need a new ethernet line, run to a desk in your office. Uh, I do, I dabble in that. Um, I do, I offer remote support. Mm. You know, people can give me a call and I can remote into their computers, manage them, monitor them, all that kind of stuff and servers. And uh, The network servers are really my specialty area. Yeah, That's my main focus. So, you know, if you have an IT room with uh, switches and firewalls and servers and all that kind of thing, that's my... That's my forte. Um, I'm a Microsoft certified small business specialist, um, which really speaks to the Microsoft server products that are out there. Um, I, I deal primarily in Windows-based networks. Uh, you know, so whatever whatever that encompasses, whatever version of Windows you're running, um, you know, I can I can be there and help out with that. And yeah. you know, I. You can call me out of the blue and I can show up one time. We can, you know, set up uh, a retainer plan, a monthly support plan, or a remote monitoring and maintenance plan. I have a whole bunch of different options. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it keeps me on my toes.
0: Yeah. So, seems pretty flexible as far as, you know, Yeah, pretty wide array of things you can get done.
1: Yeah. I've been at it for quite a long time and I've learned a lot over the years of, you know, what people need and how to how to extract the information and, and get right to it and, you know, get a resolution. People want their computers to be fast and reliable. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I focus a lot on um, backups, too. You know, that seems to be lacking sometimes in certain companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on that because I've seen the results of not having backups and, you know, I, that's it. A, a huge point for me. You know, if your company is not backing up your data, give me a call. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because that's one of those, you can lose a lot of work really quick. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, companies go under for, for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You, know, you lose you all your financial data from the last 10 years or, or whatever the case may be. It's, uh, you know, it's a nuisance at best and it's disastrous at worst.
0: Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool so let's get into a little bit i like picking like one or two areas and you, you sure kind of dive into that so you mentioned voice over ip yeah for people who don't know what that is you mind exp- yeah. expanding on that a little bit
1: um traditionally phone systems have been um just regular telephone lines you call fairpoint or, or whoever the company is and they install a uh, you know, a big box called a PBX in your office, which allows you to transfer calls, have voicemail, all that kind of stuff. Now the trend is moving towards Internet-based phone companies where you subscribe to the service and your phone system is hooked up to your your network. And the data, the, the voice, all that travels through the Internet. Hmm. And,
0: you know, it, it allows
1: for l- far less... Um, <laughs> Do want me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, far less infrastructure in your office, and more flexibility, um, less long distance charges, that yeah. kind of thing.
0: That's kind of cool. So, I mean, I know very little about tech. I'm not sure. very good at any of this stuff. Um, so, how? Because I know a little bit about the IP address, and that's yep. is, has that unique to like the building or to an yeah. office, I'm not.
1: Well, you know, I deal with IP addresses constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two different types of IP addresses. And for the sake of simplicity, you know, there's internal IP addresses yeah. and basically external IP addresses, WAN and LAN. So you, wherever your Internet connection comes in, that's your actual Internet-based IP address. Then each computer, each device on your network on the inside, and the inside of the modem or you know, whatever, however your internet's coming in, has an internal IP address mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, that's All right, cool.
0: So when you set up a a phone line, you're essentially setting it up for just uh, for like a whole office. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah. So there's a there's a whole bunch of different companies that yeah. offer the service, um, different features, that kind of thing. Comcast at the moment is offering a pretty good plan. Um, you know, they'll come in, they include the phones, the whole system, that kind of thing for, a, you know, a, a fair monthly rate, mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you have an app on your phone, you can transfer calls to your phone, or on your cell phone, I mean, you can take uh, business calls on your, fo- on your cell phone, wow. um, it's all web-based voicemail, it emails you the message, um, you really, You don't even have to be in the office at all, and it it would seem like you are there. That's kind of one of the big advantages to the voice over IP is you can do it from anywhere.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's a neat thing. It's The regular old phone system, you know, POTS lines, plain old telephone system, that's what it stands for. Hmm. It's going by the wayside now, and everybody's kind of slowly migrating to voice over IP it's because the feature, the features that you get with it, yeah, you know that you can't. It's no comparison, and um, the cost savings is huge too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hmm.
0: That's pretty cool. So you you said the features. Like, what's kind of the the big things that are the difference? Because I'm curious. Because eventually, yeah. we'll, we'll be doing something like that anyway.
1: Well, uh, like I mentioned, you don't have to be in your office to you yeah know, to take any calls. Uh, anything that would happen no you know no one would know the difference you could be on the golf course or Mm -hmm. you know out taking a hike and (laughs) answer your cell phone just like it's coming from your business phone um a lot of people like the feature where if you get a voicemail it's emailed to you you listen to it right from your email on your phone pretty cool um you can set up all your office to uh just like you know uh, an enterprise level phone system where you know auto attendance um call forwarding you know mm. to uh receptionist and <laughs> wow. different extensions um with the internet-based phone lines you can get unlimited uh dids which is direct inward dial so if you have 10 people with phones in your office each one of them can have their own you know dedicated phone number oh, Well wow, that's pretty cool yeah um you know, the list goes on and on. There's all kinds of, of different things you can you can really do with it. Yeah. And it's it's a neat thing. Cool. All right. It requires a, a decent internet connection. You know, you yeah, can, that's one of the upgrades that oftentimes that you have to do is if you're if you're running off of a regular internet line, sometimes you'll add a second one or upgrade your service because, you know, it takes up bandwidth. Yeah. You know, bandwidth is the pipe that your internet uses and it's only so wide. Yeah. You know that's how much data can travel through it. So if you do a phone system, sometimes you have to enlarge that pipe.
0: Hmm.
1: I like that. That's really cool.
0: Now, is it going to work the same way when everyone kind of moves to fiber? Is it going to be Well, a
1: yeah. Um, fiber is really just the way the data travels through the internet, mm-hmm. as composed to as as opposed to copper. Um, so fiber is much faster, obviously, yeah. and and that's that's the bonus there. So if you're running a high-speed fiber line and you decide you want to go to a voice-over IP system, you probably you, chances are you won't have to upgrade your internet. <laughs> You'll yep. already have the bandwidth required in many cases.
0: Yeah, that's cool because that's kind of what I'm. Because I know where I live, we can't do that. But yeah, then like itching to get my hands on. I know, everyone is, house, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like everyone I talk
1: to is not in that area yet, but yet millions of people actually are. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I want to so bad. Yeah. And especially with what I do, that would make my life so much easier.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, when I started doing this in 2002, it was DSL was just getting popular. Yeah. You know, people were still using uh, dial-up phone, uh, you know, internet. And uh, I remember when DSL first came out and you know the speed of your internet is measured in megabits per second yeah and you know 768 megabits per second was huge back then because you went from 50 you know modem was a 56k yeah and so that was just a huge improvement and now you know at your house you're getting people are getting 100 200 megabits per second you know that's just the speed of the internet has just gone insane
0: yeah. And then you step up again to fiber and yeah. you're talking like what, yep. gigs per second or
1: Yep, yep, gigabit per second. Yeah. Yep. That's, the same. It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean you can you can go on, you know, different internet service providers websites right now and order up a gigabit per second package, which is a thousand megabits per second. Wow. And you know, people's appetite for um, bandwidth is insatiable. They just they eat it up and yeah everyone every, speed is a huge thing it's uh you know it's one of the number one complaints that i get from users at businesses is my computer's slow my internet's slow that's uh probably the number one complaint yeah,
0: yeah. i can see that because especially in a day where we're just kind of used to going click and it changes yeah you don't have to wait for like right no again, one wants to wait back in the day when yeah i remember a dial up yeah and just you wait I'm going to go do something real quick and right. come back. The page has changed. Yeah. Or
1: even to get it connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: With a little, uh, the dial up tune. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so there was something else on that, that I, on your website that I saw that was kind of, I'm not very familiar with. And that's, yeah, you would mention cloud.
1: So yeah. this comes
0: up a lot. Yes. Um, cause there's the internet, but they also talk about cloud mm-hmm. stuff. And I think, that probably confuses people because I know I have no idea what it is. Sure. So do my <laughs> No, I'm glad you that?
1: brought that up because, uh, <laughs> you know, that is the, one of the biggest trends in, in, uh, you know, business data right now is cloud storage, cloud whatever, you know. Um, in essence, like the voice over IP thing that we were just talking about is cloud based service. Okay. Um, really, when, it, when you're speaking about cloud, what, what that really means is, data travels through the internet to a server hosted somewhere off-site so uh, if you think way back to the days of uh, the inception of the internet AOL you know you've got mail well that was really one of the first cloud-based email service services Um, your your data is not stored at your office. It's stored at the, on the servers at AOL, for instance, or Gmail now, or, um, you know, whoever you're using. Um, the benefits to it are that your data is backed up at their servers, at their levels, you know, multiple levels of redundancy, different data centers all over the country, all over the world in some cases. Um, and also infrastructure-based. Um, You don't have to have your own in-house equipment, servers, that kind of thing. Speaking from a business level, now you know you could you could go out if you let's say you have twenty employees and you want your own you know feature-rich email system, you could go out and buy a server like Microsoft Exchange and have an in-house system. Or now you know Microsoft is really pushing what's called Office three sixty-five. And that's basically a cloud-based platform for email, um, Microsoft Office, you know, Word, Excel, that kind of thing. Um, a whole host of other things, but those are those are the big ones. And it it allows you to have all the features of an in-house server, in-house infrastructure, but you don't have to have any capital outlay for that. You you just subscribe on a monthly basis to it. Okay, that's one of the big things about the cloud. Um, in almost every situation, it's a monthly based subscription, um, and in most cases, it's also on a per user level. So, you know, if you have three employees, Chris is five bucks a month, Joe is five bucks a month, that kind of thing, and you know, and then you get to ten users, it might go down to four bucks a month. And but uh, people like it because you know you don't have to invest huge up front yeah. and um the backup is a big thing um if you find yourself in need of an actual server for an application maybe you're running i don't know QuickBooks or Sage or something like that an uh, internal software system f- to manage your accounting or your a line of business software system that requires a server now cloud based companies are also farming that business out so you just you don't even know the difference you're on your computer you think you're opening up quickbooks but you're really remoting into a server somewhere and who knows where texas or yeah. something like that but you really you know with we we're talking about the speed of the internet that's made it made all this stuff available now yeah uh with the increases and it just looks like a program shortcut on your computer you open it and most people don't even know the difference, or they're even. Most people aren't even able to grasp the difference that they're actually controlling a computer 2,000 miles away. It just seems like you're working right off your desktop. Um, have, I, have I confused you more? Or? <laughs> no, I, have, I think I have a general idea what it is, but I know uh, this
0: confuses a lot of people. It does, yeah. And so
1: if, if people, some people are really reluctant to, mm-hmm. um, and and I can respect that. It, it's. Uh, you know I I often tell the story like I was saying about the AOL thing you know cloud-based services have been out there forever um, since the inception of the internet is this is not a new thing it's a new trend um, in a lot of I I mean there's a lot of new areas to it but um, as far as the concept it's not a new thing it's how everything started was cloud-based Hmm. Um, and it kind of went to infrastructures. You'd go into data centers and there would be, you know, hundreds of servers, that kind of thing, and a huge IT department. And, yeah. You know, not for nothing, but that does kind of kill guys like me at, <laughs> in, certain, <laughs> in certain areas. But, uh, you know, we've had to kind of migrate our offerings to... Um, you know, help out with consulting on cloud-based systems to uh, work with these vendors to provide these companies with exactly what they need. Um, it's it's interesting. It's it's. It, I think it's a trend that's here to stay. Yeah. Um, if you're worried about your data being stored somewhere else other than your office, I'm not gonna say don't worry about it, but I, you know in, in most cases if you're going with reputable companies like let's say Microsoft Office 365 to host your email and your files and that kind of thing you know you, you really can't get any more secure and you know you, you have far less worries about backups and losing data and yeah. you know if something goes wrong, you're paying for that subscription through Microsoft, and I'm I'm just using Microsoft as an example, but yeah. you're paying for that subscription through them. You give them a call and say, hey, get this fixed. My email's not working. My Outlook, won't, you know, I can't send an email. And, you know, they'll help you. Or you can, a lot of times, in fact, most companies that I deal with, they don't even want to deal with that. They'll call me to come in and deal with Microsoft. Yeah, You know, it just, uh, it's, a, the thing about what I do is it, it enables business owners and employees of businesses to do their job, and I'll deal with the technical side of things. Hmm. So that, that's often how it works out.
0: Cool, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, so <laughs> when you go into a company, yeah, what are you typically seeing them do wrong when it comes to this type of tech area? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you got about a week. <laughs> um, well but like we talked about backups and I'm a big person about backups if you're not backing up your data you know if, you, if everything you if you have one copy of your documents or your pictures or, or whatever the case may be on your computer then you, it's a huge risk mm-hmm. um, the hard drive on your computer dies you know just from use or uh, you drop your laptop it gets stolen lightning strikes things like that yeah and everything that you have is gone Uh, you know in some cases you can send out uh, to a data recovery service and you know that's insane money to do a a data recovery and there's no guarantee that they'll get anything back in fact the last two or three that I've had to send out you know date no data was retrievable I've had people in tears over you know this kind of thing Um, I've also seen Uh, several times where people have lost their data and then you know i tell them you know subscribe to a online based backup service uh mosey or carbonite you probably heard those ads um reasonable price you know i think uh 60 70 bucks a year for a huge amount of data you just install it it does everything for you and your stuff is backed up and then i get a call you know Six months later, hey, this computer is dead now. All right, did you subscribe to that backup? No. (laughs) You know, lightning does strike twice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The other thing, you know, that we're constantly hearing about nowadays is internet security. Yeah. Viruses, um, all these crypto viruses now, which people uh, ransomware. You know, they these. They lock your files up. They, these this virus attacks your computer. You get an email and it says, I don't know, could say anything, but someone will say, uh, you know, you get a UPS package, click to track it, and you know, most people know not to click on links that they're no, that they don't recognize, but sometimes they'll get them and you click on this link and it brings you to this website, and next thing you know, every computer in your office is locked down and the screen pops up saying, uh, you know. Your, your data is encrypted, call this number, pay $5,000 to have it unencrypted. And people are getting whacked with that left and right. Hmm. Uh, the antivirus companies that provide software to defend against these viruses, they're constantly playing catch-up. Yeah. It's all signature-based, meaning every morning you get an update, or sometimes several times throughout the day you get an update to your antivirus software. Well, those updates are based on what viruses have come out you know in the last couple of minutes exactly yeah yeah Yeah. last couple minutes last couple days couple weeks depending on how long it takes them to find a cure if you will for that particular virus so it's a it's a Hmm. cat and mouse game between the virus companies and the virus writers and it used to be that um viruses were written by people who hated bill gates and there was no monetary gain it was just uh you know really brilliant people who just wanted to mess with things yeah now it's big business it's uh it's organized crime it's uh you know it comes out of russia china brazil you know all around the world um those three countries are the top providers of viruses yeah and if you you know with these ransomware viruses now, if you it, they will unencrypt your files if you pay their fee. You know you have to go on and do a Bitcoin transaction or a PayPal transaction, and you know it might be five hundred, it might be five thousand. You never know what it's going to be, but oftentimes um, that's the only way to actually get your company's data back is to pay this ransom.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's, that is a lot to worry about. <laughs> it is a
1: lot to worry about. The internet is a scary place. Yeah. And, you know, people people are uh, generally cognizant of it, but not maybe vigilant constantly to, uh, you know, not click on these links. And that's what seems to get people is a email link most of the time. That You know, you'll get um, these emails that come in will say, um, maybe they'll say, uh, change, you know, your your uh, Gmail or your Microsoft password has been compromised. Click here to change it, and it looks completely legit. You go in, you click on it, and it brings you to uh, a website that looks like Microsoft.com, looks exactly like it, and it says, "Okay, what well, you know, enter your username and your old password to change your new password." And you do that, and then what you've done is you've given these um, virus writers or, or hackers, mm. you're logging information to that account. Um, and sometimes you don't even know about it. And then, you know, the next day or an hour later, your email is hacked and they're using you to spam people. And it's, there's, there's a million different ways that they get you. Um, if you click on a link from your email and it says, uh, you know, it came, it came from Microsoft, let's say, uh, to tell you to reset your password or something to that effect when you get to that website if it, if the website doesn't say microsoft.com in the url bar of your browser whether you use chrome or internet explorer or whatever the case may be then you're not at microsoft.com you know yeah that, that's a good uh tool to know that you're on the correct website that you think you are before you yeah. enter any information oh yeah
0: and like also, just being aware of how these companies actually reach out to people, it's yes. kind of a big thing. It is, like, Because yep. I, I, I even get this because I've done some things on Craigslist yep. um, just to sell some normal stuff. Sure. And all of a sudden, I get a text message and they're like, yeah. you know, what Facebook needs, you know, is right, your, right. your account's delete. Click this link. And I'm like, well, this is not how Facebook reaches out to people. So exactly. delete, you know. Because um, you know I'm going to get three or four emails from Facebook on my other yeah, website not from my phone,
1: right? From some <laughs> random number. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, and then you look at the URL, and I'm like, "Who's gonna fall for that?" Yeah, like the is way off, yeah. you know. And yeah. so yeah, just be careful. <laughs> yes.
1: Another thing that happens. Um, it's funny because my my mother actually got caught by this. Um, people, you know, you'll go to a website or you'll click on a link or something. And a, a thing will pop up, and it will say, "Your computer is infected with the virus." And immediately, I get calls for this all the time. Um, people don't people aren't, don't realize exactly what their virus warning will look like from their antivirus software, yeah. or maybe they don't even have antivirus software on their computer. So it's it'll there'll be a link, and it'll say, uh, or a phone number, it'll say, "You know, call Microsoft now," and people will call them say oh yeah you know you, you do have a virus I can see it let me remote into your computer and we'll fix oh, yeah. it for you. and so they remote in and they drop all kinds of viruses on it or whatever the case may be or they'll say they'll spend 15 minutes looking at their computer and they'll say okay it's going to cost you $199 to fix this well, give me a credit card number and people yeah. give them a the credit card number and then the next day their credit card is maxed out and you know ordered ten thousand dollars worth of stuff on amazon or or whatever the case may be and it's really really sneaky people are getting hit by that constantly too and it's uh you know if you're not an internet savvy computer user everything looks legit you know i guess kind of one of the rules of thumbs to follow is you know these companies will not reach out to you In those ways yeah you know they won't say call and give you a credit card number that sort of thing not these big internet provide you know internet-based companies like Microsoft Gmail whatever the case may be just like you said with Facebook they're not gonna reach out to you with some random text message you know but uh, they're tricky and it's they're all they're they're evolving constantly Um, as soon as something comes out to rectify a certain security issue they're onto it. They're onto the next thing. Yeah. And, you know, uh, nothing is infallible. You can, you know, you can spend zillions of dollars on security, and you can still get nailed. It's it's one of the risks out there. And and you know, you, you just got to do everything right. Browse the internet, you know, smartly, and just be aware and just do the best you can and. You know kind of hope for the best i, mean, I hate to say that but yeah. in a lot of cases you know everybody you see these fortune 500 companies being hacked
0: mm-hmm. all the time
1: you hear about data breaches credit card companies and whatnot and they spend billions of dollars we we'll get into them but for the average company the average home user um, no no one is targeting you like they are targeting these companies and if you make it is as hard as you can for these hackers or virus writers to get at you um if they're trying to just look at random uh people out there you know easy access easy targets make yourself a hard target and they'll move on to the next guy in yeah. most cases yeah,
0: yeah. cool so people want to learn a little more maybe reach out schedule a service how do they do it
1: Um, They can call me direct. uh, My phone number is 603-748-1259. Check out my website, nhcomputers.com. Email me, sean at nhcomputers.com, S-E-A-N. Any of those ways. Cool.
0: Awesome. Thank you for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, We're going to have the last word from our sponsors. And everyone have a good day. That's it for today, everyone, but it doesn't have to end there. Head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or iHeartRadio to get more from New Hampshire's top entrepreneurs.